0: right now just go to six figure forward slash blitz six s i x six figure forward slash blitz b l i t z i can't wait to give you some incredible ideas hey you are listening to the six figure photography podcast with ben hartley and Rachel Griman.
1: Each week, a new episode will air to help you grow your bookings by winning more bookings, grow your business. Pardon me, by winning more bookings, maximizing profits, and breaking through your limiting beliefs.
0: I got a question. Yeah, Rachel, are, are you too expensive?
1: No, I'm you not. Don't think so?
0: What not if even you were? Would you want to know? Today, we're talking about. Are you Are you too expensive? Who here? Yeah. Listeners has been told. Uh, I'm going in another direction. You're you're, you're too expensive, right? Have you heard
1: that though, Rachel? Oh, absolutely. I've said, Oh, I think the key phrase that I hear often is, um, you're so far out of my budget or you're, that's Mm -hmm. way too much for my budget. And I'm like, yeah, that's your budget. Mm. Thank you for sharing that information. Uh-huh. Which it's true, I am, and I should be out of some people's budget because not everybody's my ideal client, right, Ben? Oh
0: my goodness, say less. Okay, okay. So Rachel's <laughs> got a chip on her shoulder. Got it. She's <laughs> no, ready to it's play. Just, <laughs> No, <I'm just> <laughs> yeah, until
1: I totally get it.
0: Well, so I was in a, I was in a coaching call for the Book Solid students, and this question came up from a student. I thought, man, this would be a really great point of conversation to have on the podcast because I know she was not alone. I 100% know because I've had this question and I know probably uh, honestly just about every listener is is considering this to some degree. This yeah. this uh, and it usually plays out like um, it's not just one person who's told you no lately. And cited kind of, you're out of my budget, you're out of my price point, you're too expensive, right? But mm-hmm. it usually there's this little this little itch in the back of our mind that usually starts showing up just when we lay our head down to sleep and you start replaying, recounting kind of what's been happening lately. And then you have this, this little moment of like, am I too expensive? Is this why people are really? hiring me? Is this why I'm not getting inquiries? Do I need to lower my yeah. prices? Should I have never yeah. raised them in the first place? And we get a lot of and this doubt coming in.
1: Yes. And I think a lot of people are just guessing when they start. They're just trying to figure out where they should land with their pricing and packages because they're looking at other people or they're trying to think about what people might be willing to spend. And there's not a real data point or a strategy behind it. It's just a guess. Mm. So I think when we start with a guess, it's a lot easier to second guess yourself.
0: Yeah. Hey, uh t- 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 just let me know my yes. sexy mic was definitely not on. <laughs> yeah, is, this is, now, is this way yes. sexier now, podcast listeners? Is this way sexier? I gotta do the gravel just a little bit more. Yeah, okay. Well, okay. Hey Taddeus, thank you. Um it's just the intro. No big deal. It's just the yeah. intro. Yeah. yeah, there we go. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for hanging in until now. So so here's
0: here's where I'd like to take this conversation today. If you've been told you're too expensive, or, or you're sitting in this question of like, man, am I too expensive? I, I'd like to approach this with four possibilities, and uh, and just discuss like it, it, when you're told you're too expensive, the only solution is not just, well, I might be, yes, I am too expensive, lower my prices. Okay, that is not the only solution. There's four possibilities mm-hmm. uh, around this, and I'd like to um, I'd like to get to those today. Uh, and so, um, I, I think. Is it cool if I just jump right in, Rachel? Please do. So, uh, one of the four possibilities is, yeah, maybe you're too expelling. <laughs> like maybe you're charging too much money. Um, the first two, though, I want to talk about because I believe that they are number one the most common things that we as photographers reach to. We go to mm-hmm. these first. Yeah. And they are oftentimes the least likely of problems. Like they are are usually red herrings, but we tend to go to them first. And so I want to talk about it first. If you're being told you're too expensive, one possibility is that, yes, you are charging too much and you need to lower that. Uh, A potential example of that might be you just opened up shop. And hypothetically, you're like, you know what? I'm I'm coming out the gate, four hour collection, one photographer, no engagement session, a cool ten G's. I believe in myself. Like,
1: okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. got it. That's a lot of that's cool. a lot cool. right that's away. A lot of confidence
0: yeah. coming into this conversation. Mm-hmm. You you might you might be charging uh, too much, uh, Rachel. Man, you, you've had. I mean, you, you coach photographers around copy and price. I've been doing this for now over 14 years. How often have you actually seen someone who has been charging too much?
1: Like once or twice in 10 years of business. Like it's just, it's just not very common. Um, because I think people tend to get nervous, about charging too much like you very rarely see an overconfident photographer you usually see someone who's discounting themselves because they just want to get booked um and it's not that like somebody new can't charge 10 grand or be worth 10 grand it's just that you don't have the experience or the clientele and testimonials and social proof to back up why you should cost 10 grand it's not that you're not worth it. It's just that it's hard to prove that you're worth it until you have a little bit more under your belt. So that's not to say you can't get there quickly. It's just a matter of sometimes you need to enter the market at a lower rate. That's it.
0: Or, or even just you lack the ability to communicate that value
1: or uh-huh. you lack the
0: ability to market to the people who who uh, want to pay that. Like There, there could mm-hmm. be a number of, of areas there as well. Um, okay, so we got that one out of the way. That was the, that was like the okay, so option one. Yeah, maybe you are. Uh, we have another red herring that I want to get to. And then I, I want to deliver on two other areas that I really want y'all to be paying attention to. If this conversation, this question has been irking at you and keeping you up at night. Rachel, what, yeah. what's the second red herring?
1: The second one um, is that you maybe aren't providing enough deliverables in your packages. And that might be why people think that you're too expensive. Again, this is not something that I see very often. I would say most of my clients over deliver and add unnecessary things into their packages more often than they're not delivering enough. But maybe if you haven't looked around at a lot of other photographers packages, you're just really given the bare bones and maybe your people, if you're going to be charging that much. would like an album included, um, or they want a little bit more of the, like some more perks that come along with that hefty price tag. Um, maybe they want more collaboration with a planner. You know, if you're really shooting for the stars up toward like 15 K or something like that, and you're really trying to enter a luxury market, there's certain things that those kinds of clients have seen when they inquire with other photographers and they might be like, well, why don't you offer that? Yeah. With it. Like, can you think of another example besides like collaborating with a planner, including an album, like in those higher end luxury markets that people just come to expect out of a photographer?
0: Uh, I mean, hours of coverage, maybe it's second like photographer, yeah. you know, things like that. Yeah. You yeah. know, I think a lot of times when we're talking about we, like when we say we, you aren't providing enough deliverables, I see a lot of photographers rushing to, in their mind, provide more value. And what Mm -hmm. they end up doing is providing the lowest level of value, the -hmm. the functional level of value. And so they start Mm -hmm. jamming their collections, their packages full of things like faster turnaround time, more photographs, more hours of cover, like these, these, uh, easier, you know, you could just schedule on Calendly, you know, you'll get a yeah. f- same day slideshow you'll get a first look right. tomorrow. You'll get social <laughs> right. media. Like, and so it's this very functional level of value that that's, that's fine by the way. But I think a lot of times, uh, photographers go to this and they just start jamming candidly more bullshit into their collections this yeah. kind of low-level functionality that
1: and it's just to have
0: bullet points. Yes, like yes, listed it's, out. And it's kind of expected, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's kind of expected mm-hmm. that you edit your your photographs, you know?
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. And I cannot tell you how many people write hand edited. Photographs. I'm yeah. like, as opposed to what a robot is doing it. Well, like, so, well hey, robots, sometimes robots, robots are edited. doing it now. <laughs> well, like. and isn't Lightroom kind of a robot? Like and I'm moving the it. toggle, but yeah. they're doing it. It's yeah. not like I'm in a dark room, yeah, that's like true. fixing your digitals. So, I like retouched.
0: I like, yeah. I like individually retouched. retouched. Individually. It does. It yeah. does elevate it a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And again, not to say that there's anything wrong with this stuff, but very, very rarely will I see somebody not delivering enough.
0: Yes, I agree. But
1: again, it's worth looking at.
0: Yep. And so these are the two things I wanted to kind of get out of the way first, because I see a lot of drivers reaching to these thinking like, well, if I decrease my prices and I add more stuff that that will solve the problem and it might solve the problem at the expense of you going out of business. Right. right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes. Which in, yes. Which in other words, this creates more problems. Mm-hmm. And so instead, I want to get to some things that may actually sustainably solve the problem and allow mm-hmm. you to level up as a photographer. Yeah. Um, so the first place that I would look to is as uh, whenever you're being told that you're too expensive, Rachel, being too expensive is a, is a scale. It is Mm -hmm. not isolated to price. And so if it is a scale and it's not just isolated to price, being expensive, being high cost or low cost, it's relative to something. And it's always relative to value. Right. And so, you know, there are photographers in my city that they charge less. They charge less money, but they're more expensive than me Mm -hmm. because they're not receiving as much value. Right? right. So so it's a it is a scale. Uh, a good way to, to view this is yeah. like a uh. A, a, I oftentimes use this analogy, like a 50 cent yo-yo that breaks yeah. the first time you use it or never works to right. begin with. That yeah. was expensive. It, I right. get that it didn't cost a lot of money and it was expensive for the experience and value that it gave you. It actually just pissed you off. Your kids crying. They want a yeah. new one. And, yeah. and so it's expensive. Does that make sense? Yeah.
1: I always think about it like a shirt. Mm, tell me about Like that. If I'm going to buy a shirt from walmart it probably isn't going to last very long mm. like it might get me through a season but or a sweater is a better example because that thing is not going to wash well it's gonna pill, it might rip in some places, it might get me through one winter. Mm-hmm. But if I buy a nice sweater from anthropology, like sure, that's gonna cost at least a hundred dollars more than the Walmart sweater did. But at the same time, I have anthropology sweaters that I've owned for more than five years because the quality is so much better that it's worth it to me. And I'm not repurchasing that sweater ever again, like every single season. Mm-hmm. I can just keep wearing the same one. Yep. And it's not just The price tag. It's the value of the sweater. It's the way it's made. It's the style that it is. It's probably not going to be as trendy as the Walmart one. It's going to be more timeless. And so there's so many things that go into that price tag that have nothing to do with just what it is.
0: Yeah, the actual price. So Mm -hmm. uh, again, uh, being too expensive, it's always in relationship to value, price compared to value. So I could charge $10,000, which is a lot of money. Some people would say that's expensive. Mm-hmm. But if they're receiving more value than $10,000, then it is no longer expensive. If they received $100,000 worth of value, this is hypothetical here, and it only cost them 10000 well, then it wasn't expensive. It was actually right. a killer deal. So I explain that because you may not be transferring enough value to your leads, you have Mm -hmm. a price, but the client's understanding of the value that they are receiving for paying that price, there's a gap there and they're missing it. And they're Mm -hmm. missing it because you are ineffective at expressing the value. And you are ineffective potentially on your website. You're potentially ineffective in your copywriting. You're potentially ineffective when a new lead contacts you and how you respond. You're potentially ineffective on the phone call and the way that you're discussing what it is that you're doing. And so I would really get curious about how you are creating the, the space for the client to actually see the value of photography. This is the, the, the biggest opportunity for photographers to create a huge gap in price and move up uh, rather exponentially by paying close attention to this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, I think the, the, when I say this is actually really important. I'm going, to, I'm going to slow down for a second on this one. <laughs> Lean in, everyone. When I say that your leads aren't understanding the value enough to, to want to pay your pricing, a lot of photographers will go to, well, then I will, I will show them all the value that I provide. I'll show them the value that they'll get from working with me. They're going to receive amazing photographs, edited. They're going to get an album. I'm more than just a photographer. I'm going to actually become your friend. I'm going to plan your wedding. I'm going to like do all these things. Mm -hmm. And it can be really brilliant. It can actually be done perfectly. However, the photographer is trying to convince the lead that they are the value and that they are worth it. As in like the photography and the photographer is worth it. Mm Okay. Okay. A lead will only spend as much money with you, not as they believe you are worth, but as they believe the people in the photographs are worth. This Mm. is a huge thing to bring up. Photographers, pay the heck attention because a lot of you have these really great scripts that you're using to communicate your authority and your value and your gear and how long you've been a photographer and how great you are and how personal you are. And it sounds really great and you're missing the mark because you're trying to convince them of your value. You need to create a space for the client to see the people in the photographs as worth it, not mm-hmm. you as worth it. Mm-hmm. And that happens uh it, the, the normal place that happens is over the phone or in person. And we usually have a phone call before we get in person with someone. Does that make sense, Rachel?
1: It makes so much sense, and when you're talking about the people in the photograph, you're talking about them, the couple. So you need to, as or, the photographer, or their family, or whoever's going to be at the wedding, yes. what, like whoever.
0: is... Or if it's the, not a wedding, if it's a boudoir photograph, right. then it's just, you're talking about yourself. If it's right, a newborn, right. you're talking about you, this little, this little unborn thing.
1: But. It's it's literally just making people feel like you care about them and their experience. That's what it comes down to. You need to care more than anyone else they're talking to. You need to care and listen better and repeat back to them what they've said to you. So you're showing and proving your value and you're proving that you're invested in them and their experience. Um, I think that's really, really key then. So
0: well done. And it's it's. It's not having it's not saying all the right things. So so mm-hmm. in the in the questions, like in the in the conversation on the phone, a lot of photographers will then, okay, got it. I'm going to tell them how important their family is to them. I'm gonna make sure that they right. remember that this is a once in a lifetime experience, that these will be the only right. memories that they're gonna have, that this album will become an heirloom that is is gonna be the thing that they're you, and you start telling people all these things. So If, if we, as the photographers are saying it to our leads, we are convincing, we are pushing, we are selling, and it comes across like that. Okay. Yeah.
1: It feels
0: aggressive. People don't believe it. People will only believe the things that they say. Mm -hmm. And so instead of me trying to convince my clients how important these photographs are to them, how important the people are in the photographs are to them, I just simply have to actually just ask intentional, Mm -hmm. curious questions. And if I ask the right questions, with the right tone and the right curiosity, the right kind of perspective and just allow the lead to actually answer those questions for themselves and then just sit back, like the lead will actually answer the questions and in the process be like, holy shit, this is really important to
1: me. Right. Or they, or they <laughs> won't, by the way. drawing out what's significant to them. Yes. Or they won't.
0: Maybe they'll get in and then they still won't care. And that's fine too. Then they didn't actually see the value and that's cool. They're not going to hire me. All gravy. Mm-hmm. But along the way, a lot of people, the, the leads actually don't understand how important usually photography is to them. They think they know because their sister got married last year or they had some pictures taken two years ago and they mm-hmm. know what they paid for. it And so they're like, yeah, it's worth about this to me. But they really have not been given the opportunity to actually think past any default way of thinking about the actual value that this is to them. Mm-hmm. And when someone actually holds space for them, and asks questions and just listens and allows Mm -hmm. them to answer it, they may arrive to a new understanding. And at that point, that's how you can create this huge gap.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that actually leads right into our next point, because once you start to have a couple of these really clarifying conversations where you really dig into the value of what you do and your clients are telling you the value of what you do, like just by asking these curious questions, you're going to start to see kind of a profile of person emerge of who you like to work with and their answers are all kind of going to be in the same vein. They're all going to kind of come to the same conclusion about what's important to them and why they're doing this. And that from those real conversations that you're having with real people, you are going to kind of under, begin to fundamentally understand and internalize who your ideal clients are. And then you can shift all of your marketing to that once you have, and I would highly recommend recording all of your conversations that you have with people on the phone, because then you can go back, you can transcribe those, those notes. Rev.com is a very cheap way to do that. Um, And you can see these themes that are emerging and then you can strategically use those same words and ideas in your marketing, in your copy, in your Instagram captions, all of that, Um, because that's the last thing that might be why people are saying that you're too expensive is that you're talking to the wrong people. You're speaking to the wrong problems. You're speaking to things that your ideal client that values a 10 K package doesn't actually care about. So you need to figure out what people at that price point care about and start talking about it all the time, Mm -hmm. because then before they even contact you, they're going to feel like you intimately understand what they're thinking and when people feel understood they instantly start to trust and that is how you build like in copy i'm sure you've heard me say this on this podcast you want to build the like no trust factor you want people to like you to know you and to trust you and the best way to build trust is to show that you understand what they're thinking and how they're feeling in this pivotal time in their life whether that is family photos, weddings, whatever. There's a common struggle, pain, or excitement that your ideal client is experiencing. And when you can narrow in on that, it's revolutionary to your marketing. And there is just certain platforms that attract certain people types of people
0: even even just to dumb it down even low even like very base level outside yeah. of all of that like I'll, i've had this conversation before and someone's like people keep telling me i'm too expensive i'm like great where are the people coming from and they're like bark.com right. i'm like so right. okay got it got it clear <laughs> yeah it makes sense yeah. because you're mm-hmm. you're finding people on a platform that is intentionally pitting you against another photographer to be the lowest bidder so of course you're yeah. too expensive, you know so it makes yeah. sense and so let's get, let's, let's start evolving our marketing, getting more, mm-hmm. um, just more elegant, more intentional with it to you. Everything mm-hmm. that you're saying, Rachel, more intentional about who you're reaching and thinking about where the, are those people, are they on Bark? Is that where they're yeah. at? I guess yeah. they're, they're probably not. You know, people and you actually know, care. where
1: those people hang out, where they spend their time. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know yet. I haven't talked to a lot of photographers, but I'm guessing a lot of people aren't book booking luxury weddings on TikTok. That's just an assumption of mine. Maybe they are. um or maybe you could corner the market on that if yeah. it's not already cornered. but, Uh, yeah bark is a great example of that or like what's the other one upwork or thumbtack like that's probably the place to go to book a 10k package for any kind of shoot but um yeah your referral source is really really important too um if your google can be a great place to book higher packages if you're targeting the right keywords Mm -hmm. or if you have the right adwords going it's I find though that your wor- the better you get with your ideal client, the stronger your word of mouth referral becomes, and a word of mouth referral is always going to be the warmest lead you can get. Yep, we like it warm over here. We, we do. <laughs> we want those leads warm, hot even.
0: <laughs> what a weird way to end the show! It's just <laughs> a lot. Like I think
1: it's actually perfect. Oh, good. If I'm All right, honest. so here's the deal.
0: If you're wondering if you're too expensive, your options are this maybe. Maybe you do cost too much. It's probably a red herring. Option number two uh, that we tend to go to is, shoot, I should just add more stuff into my collections. Maybe you're not Mm -hmm. delivering enough uh, uh, stuff, okay? Probably also a red herring. (laughs) The two places Rachel and I want you to look to instead is whether or not you're transferring enough value. Take a look at your website. If your website is full of, listen, I had a photographer I was coaching also in the Book Solid community. Their website, they were doing uh, boudoir photography and children's portraits, and it was all on the homepage. It was like, man, so that's the,
1: they, a tough combo. The you boudoir got there.
0: people aren't <laughs> vibing with the children. The children aren't vibing with the boudoir. So it's like there's a there's a disconnect in the transfer of value, right? The yeah. copy could be off. The, your communication, your the way that you are uh, creating the awareness to the value that you offer to your leads, mm-hmm. it's you're just missing. All right. Mm-hmm. And that is a that's a that's a bigger, more complex problem uh, to solve. Uh, mm-hmm. and it's one that I, I, I think I do a damn good job at. <laughs> so if you're if you want to work on solving that problem, come join us in the mastermind group, uh benhartley.com forward slash mastermind if you wanna if you wanna come join. And then the last one that Rachel just unpacked was you just not marketing in the right places. You may be being told you're too expensive because you're targeting people who are, are not your target client. And we need mm-hmm. to change the pond that we are fishing in. Love that. Sign us out. Much better here. than
1: talking about hot leads.
0: <laughs> warm. No, I, don't don't jump to hot just yet. I didn't say I like them hot, Rachel. I just I like do. them warm. I just Lucky. like it warm. You know, I don't want to get it too hot. Then you can't feel anything. You just got to be a little bit warm. Agree to disagree, Ben. Agree <laughs> to disagree. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, sign us out here, Rach.
1: Well, thank you guys for being here. Can't tell you how much it means to me. And Ben, I'm sure I won't speak for him, though, that you're willing to listen every week. Um, And until next time, keep showing up and be kind to yourself, please.